Greetings, and welcome back to the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. In today's episode, I'm breaking down exactly how I prepare for a brand photo shoot and what you need to do to make sure you're getting the images you need and that your photographer loves you forever because you're so freaking organized. So enjoy this episode, and don't forget to take lots of notes. Kiss My Aesthetic, branding, marketing, entrepreneurship. You're listening to the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. I'm your host, brand designer, creative, and social media junkie, Michelle Winterstein of MKW Creative Co. And I'm here to share strategies, hacks, and know-how on branding, marketing, and entrepreneurship for the online-minded small business owner. In this podcast, I'll be sharing interviews, solo episodes, and even more to help you up-level your brand by turning your visions into visuals and connecting with your ideal audience online. Let's get to today's episode. Greetings and welcome back to the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. It's your host, Michelle Winterstein, owner and founder of MKW Creative Co., where I help small businesses define, design, build, and grow their brands for the online space. In this episode, I'm going to break down everything you might need to know about planning your brand photo shoot. I am fresh off the heels of mine today, so it's top of mind, and I want to make sure I share all this goodness before I forget it. So that's why this episode exists. Let's jump into it right away. There's a few reasons why you might want to get photos for your brand. Maybe you are just launching your brand, you're launching a website, you've got a new program, group, social media campaign, etc., Lots of different reasons why you might want to get professional photos, but there's a whole process that's involved in making sure that those photos deliver on the goals that you set before you take them. So the first and foremost thing that you need to do when you're considering a brand photo shoot for your business is to write out your goals. What is the reason for getting these photos done? Where will these photos live? How will you execute these photos? And kind of what's the end game with the photography so that you can make sure that, first of all, they're worth the investment. And yes, I say investment because I believe you should pay a professional to get your photos done. When I first started out, I definitely paid friends or colleagues of mine that were just starting their business and were maybe looking to grow their portfolio, uh, weren't at the rates of some of the more established photographers in my area, but I've definitely worked with the whole gamut of skill sets. I've worked with photographers that were brand new and photographers that are super talented and lots of years under their belt and very pricey. So I can kind of speak to all those experiences. I found a really great groove um, somewhere in the middle where I really invest in a big brand photo shoot about once a year and then I do smaller shoots throughout the year to kind of supplement that. But really With the right photographer and the right goals and intentions of your photo shoot, there's no reason that you couldn't capture the majority of your social media content only a few days a year. Once you have your intentions set for the photo shoot, it's obviously important to source a photographer. Sourcing a photographer can be somewhat difficult, especially if you live in kind of a remote area or you don't really know people, but Instagram is your best friend for this, and so is Pinterest. You're going to want to use Instagram to search hashtag photographer, and then your city name. So photographer San Diego, photographer Lake Tahoe, or hashtag Lake Tahoe photographer, hashtag San Diego photographer. Those will definitely populate some photographers in your area. Um, And that kind of search term generation is a really great way to reach out and connect with people who are in your local area. You want to make sure that the photographer that you reach out to matches your aesthetic. And what I mean by this is you want to look at your brand colors, your fonts, your logos, 
your icons, your social media, etc., and find a photographer that has a similar style to yours, believe me, it will save you so much time. Make sure that they have a big body of work and they are doing things that are going to attract your ideal client as well. So maybe this photographer is really good at health and wellness businesses, or this photographer is really good at capturing fitness or really good at capturing clothing. Find photographers that have experience in your niche and it'll absolutely save you money in the long run. Once you've found a photographer that you like to work with, it's definitely my suggestion that you do some of your own research for the photo shoot so that you can make sure that those photos are going to turn out the way that you want. And what I mean by research is doing a deep dive on Pinterest. I use Pinterest religiously and I have a Pinterest board just for my brand and then I create a section of that board for each individual shoot. So sometimes there's images from my entire branding that I want to carry over into that shoot or themes that I want to focus on that will belong in the section of the Pinterest board. You can also do this with Instagram by hitting the bookmark icon, but it doesn't seem to populate as many similar images, which is a great function of Pinterest. So anytime you click on a pin on Pinterest, if you click on it to make it larger and scroll down, it will show you similar pins. Pinterest is a visual search engine, so you want to plug in the search terms that are going to be uh, related to the kind of images you want to create. So if you're looking for creative headshots, you're going to plug in creative headshots. If you're looking for minimalist product photography, then typing that into Pinterest and starting to collect a library of images that you like, then you can kind of start to break them down and figure out what makes them work so well. For my brand in particular, I'm super inspired by California 1970s architectural minimalism, which if you don't study art history, that probably means nothing to you. But I did, and that was my favorite era of art history and the images and the styles that I'm most drawn to personally. So when I really leaned into this aesthetic, I found that my marketing got a lot easier and it helped me stand out because I wasn't uploading the same photos to social that all my competitors were using, like sitting in a coffee shop with a laptop and headphones on. I can get that content on my own. I can't necessarily create these um, creative editorial architectural landscapes on my own without the help of a photographer and also be in the shot without the help of a photographer. So when I work with Angela from Create With Gusto, that's when I'm going to do my more creative, experimental, and out there kind of photography. When you're collecting inspiration on Pinterest, another thing that can help you out is to work in themes. So if you're a service-based business and you don't necessarily have deliverables, I noticed that a lot of clients of mine struggle with this because they don't quite know what kind of photography they should be capturing to promote their brand when there isn't really any tangible goods. Um, for myself, it's a little bit easier because there are deliverables like logos, obviously the brands themselves, um, branded material. But I find that I like to use the photography, the brand photography, to really express my aesthetic and not necessarily show off my work. So, same thing if you are a coach or a trainer or somebody who maybe you're a singer-songwriter, how do you capture still images that show off your energy, your whole vibe of your aesthetics of your brand? I would say really lean into your core adjectives, your core values, your mission and vision statement, which I talked about pretty extensively in the episode called Defining Your Brand Identity. That episode really breaks all of that stuff down. But think about kind of the energy that you want to create or the emotion that you want to create from your images. So if you are super high energy and really bright and bold and in your face style with your branding already, then maybe you lean into that. 
If you're a little bit more muted, soft-spoken, professional, buttoned up, then you're gonna go that direction with your photography, obviously. Think about those themes, those emotional themes, and how they come through in your photos. That's all the work that you have to do on Pinterest. Once you've got your Pinterest board pulled together, send that to your photographer. Say, hey, here's kind of what I'm going for. Make sure you get a good variety of different types of shots, whether that's full body shot, three quarter shot, half shot, head shots, detail shots, and break down and start to throw them into piles, right? So you've got headshots over here, we've got product shots over there, da 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 da. Um, and then organize your quote unquote mood board for the shoot. Similar to doing a mood board for a brand, a mood board for a photo shoot starts to collage all the images together in a way that you can glance at it and get a pretty good idea of what to replicate. I always reference mood boards for photo shoots as far as posing and styling go. I'm not a fashion stylist whatsoever, but I will look at Pinterest when I'm going to find clothing to wear for my shoot. When I'm sourcing clothes for my brand photo shoot, I try to pick things that have a lot of structure and clean lines and a sharpness to them because that's really similar to my design style. So that's, that's the connection there. I don't really pick a lot of like soft, loose, loosey-goosey, flowy stuff because it's not really working with the rest of my brand. Also, you can look at the poses. So if you're on Pinterest, you may find different orientations of how to turn your body, how to face the camera, how to set up a shot in a composition that's interesting that you wouldn't have come to otherwise. So having this Pinterest board to reference is really important. Send it to your photographer and make sure that you guys are on the same page. Next, when planning your brand photo shoot, I'll circle back around to clothing. Sourcing your clothing and your wardrobe for your photo shoot is really important because it's going to obviously be a part of the image, but it starts to carry your brand forward. For me, leaning on this yellow color really helped my brand stand out because I did the first photo shoot in February 2019 with the yellow on yellow on yellow with the hat. That's become my profile picture. That's become my common theme throughout most of my photography. And now every time I do a shoot, I find a way to incorporate the color yellow in hats because then that becomes my through thread, you could say, that keeps it all stitched together. Whatever that is for you, start to lean into those personal items that communicate your aesthetic for your brand. Maybe it's texture or pattern or some kind of Easter egg. You want to create this moment of intrigue where the person who sees the image knows immediately that they can associate it with your brand because you're using the similar iconography so repetitively. Once it's time for your photo shoot, you also want to make sure that you have props. I really like thinking outside of the box when it comes to props with photos instead of just being something to pose with. Um, I try to think of things that have some kind of active or dynamic quality. I love the hats, of course, because they're structural and architectural, but then also think about earrings and accessories as well as whether you're going to use notebooks or technology, iPhones, tablets, computers. Are you going to use a microphone? Are you going to show off kind of part of your process or are you really going to keep it minimal? Um, in this last shoot, I incorporated some lemons and cherries as kind of a fun lively element that gave me that summer feeling I was really going for and they're perfectly in the colors of this podcast of course. So that helps to carry color throughout. Uh, other props you could think of would be things like glasses, sunglasses, bags, you could think of mugs, you could think of cups, you could think of piggy banks. I mean you can really go all the way out there and I definitely suggest that you hit up like the dollar section at Target or Amazon or you go to Party City and just kind of cruise the aisles and keep in mind that you're looking for things that are within your brand colors. 
because the colors are really what is going to pop out in your feed and in your marketing as being recognizable and synonymous with your brand. So really, really focus on color. That's why having a set color palette before you start is so important. So now you've got the mood board, the outfits, the props, the photographer, and then it's time to show up for your shoot. The best advice I could give to anybody doing a brand photo shoot for the first time is that no matter what you think it looks like in your head, it probably won't turn out that way. <laughs> so there are these magic moments that absolutely collide and everything is perfect and it absolutely defies your expectation. But if you can go into the shoot and kind of let go of what you think it's gonna look like or what you think you're gonna look like, you're gonna have a much better time with the photos. Also, making sure you're working with a photographer that you're comfortable with is of utmost importance. So if you don't already know them personally, I definitely recommend grabbing a coffee or doing a Zoom Skype session or um, trying to understand their personality and tell them exactly what kind of feedback you resonate with. So for me, I like to try ridiculous stuff, but I need Angela to tell me, yes, that looks cool or no, that looks really stupid. Because that's the kind of feedback as a creative because I think I know what it looks like in my head and then that's not at all how it's translating on camera. Being really aware and being really trusting of your photographer also helps. Don't be afraid to throw out your ideas, but know that at the end of the day, they're the one that's holding the camera and they're probably gonna try to always put you in the best light, put you in the best angles, etc. So trusting that they know what they're doing as well is gonna just help you with the whole process. Lastly, Definitely document behind the scenes. Get time lapses, get detail shots, take iPhone photos, take selfies, do whatever you have to do also while you're at the shoot because you're probably glammed up, dressed cute, in your colors, and you can kind of use these as case studies for the next shoot. So you can use these kind of behind the scenes photos of like, okay, I liked how this was going, but next time maybe I would try it like this and start to just kind of keep a log because eventually you're gonna evolve past this shoot, time will pass, You'll have a new project or a new offering or a new service that you want to spread the word about and you'll do new photos. So photos are not forever. It's definitely something that I think is worth investing in and really, really great photos will last you a really, really long time, but you're also not married to them. So keep that in mind as well. If it doesn't go ideal, it's okay. They're just photos. You'll survive and you'll learn how to do it differently next time. So those are kind of, that's the timeline, I guess of planning a brand photo shoot and kind of steps that I take at least to get me from inspiration all the way to the photos. I am in the middle ground now of waiting for Angela to send me back my new photos and I'm really excited to share them all with you. So make sure you're all following me over on Instagram at mkwcreative.co. That is my handle on all the social platforms, which makes it really easy. Also, don't forget you can join us over in the Kiss My Aesthetic Facebook group by the same name of the podcast. And I will be sharing all kinds of resources in there as well, specific to brand photography, branding in general, marketing, entrepreneurship. Have a great day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us. Catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. For more information, please visit mkwcreative.co slash kmapod or follow along on every social media channel at mkwcreative.co. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group by the same name, Kiss My Aesthetic, and to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Catch you next time.